Welcome to the Context and Color of the Bible podcast. This is episode number four. When we hit the double digits, that will be exciting. No, we're just glad we made it a month. (laughs) This is true. We are two sisters. I'm Erica. And I'm Veronica. We love the Bible. We love to study it. We love to teach it and talk about it. We have some crazy discussions. And we love the idea of sharing what we're learning with other people. In this podcast, we're trying to add context to scripture because that adds color to the black and white pages of the text. So thanks for joining us for another discussion. And I had time the last two weeks to share what I learned. And now it's my sister's turn and I'm excited. You've got Do you a... know how much my heart is beating oh right now? <laughs> it's just the two of us. Just pretend yeah. it's the two of us. But and now, a microphone in my and, face. Well, just ignore the microphone. But now you get to share with us. What have you learned about our next topic? I know. Veronica. So, I was thinking about this and I thought the best way to do it, because part of what I'm going to do is we're going to walk through and people are going to go, wait, you're missing this and this and this and this and this and this. And I've heard a sermon right. on this and this and this. And it's like, this is a bad illustration, but go with me on it. Okay. Pretend you're standing at like a suspension bridge. Okay. Now, if you're standing there with the engineer, he's going to point out certain oh, aspects. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're standing there with the architect, right. he's going to point out different things. Or an artist who would point out completely different exactly. things. Exactly. So depending on who you're standing right. with, Very true. there's multiple ways to enjoy the beauty mm-hmm. of a suspension bridge. I don't think that's a bad Okay, because I didn't know if you have an architect and an engineer and... I don't know anything. Maybe they would say the same thing, but I would think Maybe. they would say different. But I was, but just the idea of depending on whose eyes you're looking through, right? You're gonna see and point out different things. Yes. So be patient with us, because we're not gonna point out every single detail we can't, in there. Because we'd be here forever, forever, and never make it out of chapter one. Right. Well, we're not in chapter one, but right. So with that, I'm just gonna tell people, hang with me. If I blow past stuff and you go, but wait, what about, I've heard a great sermon on this and you're missing this point. I, I don't know everything, hmm. but I do know I am missing. This is a really big, right? you know, the call of Abraham that he just leave. Guess what? We're doing Abraham today. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But, you know, Abraham just leaves everything on a whim, not right. on a whim, on God's calling, but leaves everything behind. Which there actually is a great teaching on that now that you say that. So see, but I'm not going to get into all of that. So Right. And I know I struggle when I'm listening sometimes. It's like, oh, to sermons and teachings. Like, but what about? And it's like, I'm going to do that to everyone. Right. Over and over again with what I'm teaching because there's so much and we can't get bogged down. Right. Right. And the point of what we're studying is covenants. Covenants. So we're coming to the story of Abraham. We're going to start in Genesis 11. You don't have a Bible, by the way. Nope. <laughs> You're the one teaching today. I know, but it's kind of nice to follow along. I thought you would read to me. Uh, yeah. Nope. No such luck. Older sister. I'm not singing to you either. Right. But we're starting in Genesis 11. And so we're going to go through. We're not going to get through it all today. Just no. heads up. Because um, I've rewritten my notes like five times and going, oh, wait. And every time I read again, it's like, oh, but what about this? And what about this? But that's the blessing of a podcast. It you can take is, as many as you need. But it's also the blessing of scripture. Right. You can read true. it. I mean, how many times I've read it this last week and it's like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Right. So bear with us. Right. Yes, I might miss an important thing you think is just vital and critical. You can do your own teaching later. There you go. Okay. Are so, you talking to me or our listeners? No, I'm talking to our listeners. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
or feel free to share us on the Facebook page. Yes, leave us a comment. Yes, but we're coming with the view of the covenant. Right. So in Genesis 11, you have, actually, I'm going to back us up. Erica ended us in Genesis 9 mm-hmm. with Noah. Yes. And then we go Genesis 10, which can be a really long, boring genealogy. And Erica, Erica's dying. Wait, no. <laughs> See what I said? There's stuff I'm missing already. Genesis 10, Genesis 11, and we go through more genealogy. And you go really quickly through a long time period mm-hmm. of people. Right. And God blows past multiple lives and multiple stories and then slows down at the end of Genesis 11 with Terah, mm-hmm. Abraham's father. Right. And then we get the end of Genesis 11. We get to find out, I'm at verse 29, Abraham and Nahor both married the name of, oh, Abram, sorry. Abram's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. She was the daughter of Haran, Haran, whatever. The father of both Milcah and Iscah, and verse 30, now Sarai was barren. She had no children. 31, Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, skipping a little bit, daughter-in-law Sarai, and together they set out from Ur, and they settled there. And they settled there. I'm going to leave it there. So we have this family all of a sudden. No one's special. Right. Just all of a sudden, nothing. they're just moving. They up and go, and they settle as a family. Verse 12 opens. The Lord said to Abraham, Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. So out of nowhere, God shows up. The Lord, which actually I could even do a huge teaching on the name because it's capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. Gotcha. It is his name. It is his covenantal name. Erica's grabbing a pencil here. Thank you. Because she's already going, I got questions and quotes. No. (laughs) I want to make sure I write notes. Yes. But real quick, we don't have time to go into the name of the Lord and what that means, but it's Yahweh. It's his covenantal name. Actually, if you want a really good teaching on it for a quick five-minute thing, the Bible Project oh, mm-hmm. has one on Yahweh. Mm-hmm. But what we need to know right now is this is God's covenantal name. This is God coming to Abram in a way that says, I mean business. And we actually don't even see him show his name or tell his name to anyone until we get to Moses. Right. Which I've kind of already planted the idea in there because you might want to teach on this a little bit. But I don't know. Yahweh. Oh. oh, gotcha. I had said that to you earlier when we were practicing, when we were writing notes. Oh. But what I want to go back to is the idea of when we had a covenant, it was two parties, mm-hmm. and then they often brought in their deity. Right. And so right. this is where it's fascinating, tying all these threads of scripture together. Hebrews 3, no, Hebrews 6, 13 and 14 says, When God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater to swear, swear by, he swore by himself. Oh, I didn't and even saying, think I about that verse. I will surely bless you and give you many descendants, which oh, I thought is so cool. He um, brought in himself he, as the deity. Yes, he can't oh. go any higher. <laughs> right. There's no one else you right. can appeal to, but right. I'm it. I'm it. I'm it. So either I make myself keep yes. this or you're in trouble. So I just thought that oh, was so that cool. Of Okay, yeah. go back to our first episode. Right. And tie in. But that's, that's cool. really jumping ahead. That, yes, Hebrews but, is a bit ahead. Yes. So Genesis 11, 12. The Lord said to Abram, leave your country. What was the last thing we just heard in Genesis 11? They settled there. Oh, we heard Abram, yeah. Sarai was barren, 
and then they settle and then the very next thing God says is okay time to leave right so you have kind of reverse order because then God says leave your country your people your father's household to the land I will show you and I will make you into a great nation so you have reverse order Sarah's barren they settle God says leave you're gonna be a great nation oh um what's that chiasm yeah, I don't know you. I was hoping structure. you'd know. <laughs> yeah, it's a chiasm. That's why I was structure. bringing it up. <laughs> yes. So, and then keep going. He Glad says, "I knew that." I know. Ding ding for Erica. I will bless you. I'll make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. Whoever curses you, I will curse. All the peoples on earth will be blessed through you. This is huge, and I don't even know how far we're going to get through all of this. Right. It's a big deal. It is because the first thing God says, "I will make you a great nation." great in number mm-hmm. and reputation then oh it's not just according to my one commentary it's not just great in number great in reputation like people will think of you as a good great nation yes. because and that's going to huh. come along then with i'm going to bless you and i'm going to bless those who bless you curse right. those who curse you but think about it if you're brand new to an area mm-hmm. you're a foreigner yeah in a foreign land you have nothing, no one to help you. Right. What do you need? Everything. No. <laughs> well, you need everything and you need people around you. Yeah. Yeah. So right away God says, and here's where all my notes are like all over the place. I'm going to help you. As I take you on this new journey, I'm going to be with you and people are going to come alongside you. To oh, the point huh. where when I bless, and I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless you uh, physically, financially, and everyone. Because if you, it's so cool when you go through um, Psalms, you often see, make your face shine upon me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, God, just shine on me. Show me what you're doing. Be with me. And that's what God tells Abraham he's going to do. I'm going to bless you, and then I'm going to make your name great, and people are going to be drawn to you and come to you. That's a lot bigger than just, I'll make you into a great nation. I mean, right. normally the way we think of it is numbers. Is numbers. But to think of, like, God's going to bless him in every way, shape, or form, and God's going to take care of all his yes. needs. But then, wow, and that's so. That's quite a promise from when you think, like, this is who but this so is. But so what's so cool is, is you, what I want for all our listeners, go home and start reading. And Erica, you get to do it too now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> At home, start reading through Genesis, start at 12, and start going, how do I see God blessing Abram? Oh. How do I see then Abram blessing those around? Right. Not just in numbers, not just numbers, material, everything. Right. Everything Abram does, it's like the light of God, the face of God is just shining on him. Right. So that's the first thing God says. I'll make you into a great nation, and I'll bless you. And I'll make your name great. Now, right. hopefully, some people who have studied with me before know that a name means more than just your label. Right. It's not just, right. here's how I identify who you are in a crowd. Right. Your name is your reputation. Right. Um, let me figure out where my notes are. Your identity. Your identity. Yes. Oh, right there. I'm skipping all over my notes. It's part of my issue. Um, it's who you are. It's your reputation. It's how when people hear your name, when people see your face, it's the thoughts that come with it. Oh, interesting it's way to put it. It's not just yeah. all your of label. You. Right. It's all of you. So God says, I'm going to make your name great. 
So when people think of you, they're thinking good thoughts. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Which, what do you need when you're new to a community? You need a good reputation. <laughs> you, you need do. people to like you and to think good thoughts of you. You do because you're moving into a hostile yeah. land where you're on your own. Right. And if you're leaving everything behind, mm-hmm. you're leaving that comfort, you're leaving your identity behind you're going to need that right. going in, which in a way helps go, okay, I know what I'm getting into. Right. So God says, I'm going to make your name great and you will be a blessing. Right. So Abram, where you go, you're going to end up blessing right. those around you. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. Which if the nations knew that, then they would all be jumping up being like, Abraham, come live with yes. me. Abraham, come here. Yes. Come move into our territory. Yes, they're going to want him. Right. So think about that even then as you read through chapters 13, 14. As you have, let's skip right. ahead while we're on that. The nations that bless Abraham are blessed. Yes. And the nations that don't get in trouble. Yes, because I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. Abram goes to Egypt at the end of chapter 12. Right. He lies about his wife. Right. But what happens? Pharaoh comes and he's like, uh, what are you doing? Why are you doing this to us? Right. So already you see God's favor on Abram. Right. You see Abram in a way not being a blessing, but being blessed by God of you went to a whole new area again. And God protected him. And I protected him. Even though you. Abraham lied, God yes. still made him a blessing. Yes. Once the truth came out, because we should, well, should we tell people the story? Like just a quick. Sure. What's you want to do it? You don't have a Bible in front of you. Let's you, are, you, know you are. So Abraham, you're a stinker. <laughs> Abraham goes to Egypt and he's afraid they're going to take Sarah, his wife, which is hilarious because she's an older woman by now. Yeah. But apparently, so somehow their she's idea of beauty gorgeous. is very different than ours. Or they just had better skincare. This is true. That's probably true too. And so Pharaoh takes her as his wife, but doesn't sleep with her. Mm-hmm. But God shuts all the wombs in Pharaoh's house and tells Pharaoh in a dream, it's because you have this man's wife. He's a prophet. He'll pray for you and I'll open up the wombs. Again, because you need children. So Abram, you need... you're being a blessing right. you're gonna, to those right. around. God Even caused... though you lie. Right. That's amazing. But I know. So it's kind of fun looking at stories we've always heard. Right. And now go, okay, right. put it in context of the covenant. Right. God has We're to bless. We're watching this covenant right. get played out. So I'm going to say, here's a whole new thread of reading through Genesis. Right. Because Pharaoh yeah. doesn't bless Abraham by taking his wife. Right. And so he gets cursed. But when he gives the wife back, God opens the womb. Right. And so that's the blessing. Now we can have children again. We can survive. Yeah. I mean, so it's just huh. fascinating to go, okay, read right. each of these chapters and I'll go, which one of these blessings, right. which one of these, pro- not blessings, which one of these promises right. is being fulfilled in the story? Right. So now jump ahead, not in your Bible since you don't have one. Oh my Gen- goodness. <laughs> no, I'll stop. Genesis 13, Abraham and Lot. They're standing there. Um, verse 2 says, Abram had become very wealthy in livestock and silver and gold. Yeah, he was very blessed in that way. So again, God says, I'm going to make you great. I'm going to bless you. So Abram had physical, tangible blessings. blessings right. That came out monetarily. And I think sometimes right. we don't talk about that. Right, because we're afraid of spreading the idea that that's how God always blesses, right. which is not true. Right. But in this case. In this case, it is. It is. And for some people, it is. Yeah. 
And so they get to the point, Abram and Lot are so, Abram's so blessed, and Lot by association right, is, then, blessed. is blessed that right. they have to split up because they have right. so much stuff. Right. They have to go, and Abram's really nice and generous and says, Lot, you pick. You can pick first, which you pick is amazing. First, and Lot picks the best. <clears throat> right, which turns out to screw him completely because then he yeah, loses it he all. He goes but to Sodom and Gomorrah. That's another story. But verse 14, the Lord said to Abram after Lot parted, now God's going to bring in a whole new part of this. Lift up your eyes to where you look, north, south, west, and east, and all the land that you see, I will give you and your offspring forever. Forever? Can For I just enunciate that? <laughs> no. Forever. <laughs> you will quickly learn listening to us. It lasts forever. Yes. This cover. But here's the other thing, because I thought, oh, God must say the same thing to Abram each time he comes and talks about the covenant. It's interesting. I guess he doesn't. He does doesn't. He? And sometimes he brings in a whole new aspect. So now he's tying the land. Into the covenant. Into the covenant. Mm-hmm. Verse 16 of Genesis 13. I will make your offspring, and now God says, he's getting a little more specific. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go walk through the land I'm giving you. So now we have God bringing and expanding this covenant. We've already seen how God started it. Right. How he's materially blessing Abram. Now he's bringing in the land. But then we get to chapter 14. Where Lot gets kidnapped right. by these kingdoms. And Abram, it said in 14, I think 18, 14, 14. When Abram heard his relative had been captive, he called 313 trained men. In his household. From right? his household. So that's quite a household. So again, <laughs> yes. here you see actual physical He's been blessed. He's been blessed. If you can have 313 trained men in a household, that is a big, Yeah, because how many men are coming up? How many have been trained, but they're too old? I mean, you just think... Families come with a lot of these men. So these are all servants. Yes. Maybe slaves. Maybe. That's another topic for another another day. But the point is, because I always went, oh, Abraham didn't get to see his blessings. Abraham didn't get to see his fulfillment of the covenant. That's, yeah, I guess, huh, interesting. But he does. He I mean, does, a lot of it. And we're seeing right now God saying, I'm going to bless you, and I'm going to bless those who are with you and curse those who aren't. So right. the story is Abram goes, rescues Lot, mm-hmm. and then he meets the king of Sodom. Right. And they come. And so, again, you see who Abraham, I'm going to keep saying Abraham, it's just easier, has That's tied fun. himself to, they get blessed. They get to win the war. The war. And those who are against them lose. So again, I bless those who bless you, curse those who curse you. Right. So it's just fascinating going, okay, read these next chapters right. with the covenant in mind. Um, skipping ahead then, because like I said, you can read all these chapters on your own. Right. I can't because I don't have a Bible at the moment. <laughs> I wasn't I do, but it's upstairs. <laughs> um, then we have chapter 15. The word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Don't be afraid, Abram. I'm your shield. You're a very great reward. And what's the first thing Abram says? I have no heir, right? Yes. Abram's like, God, I'm seeing all your blessings come. I'm seeing. Except for this one. Except for this one. Which is probably the most important one in Abraham's world, to be honest. So guess what? Now, I'm going to tease us here because we're at 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. 
went fast, didn't it? It did go fast. I'm going to tease this here. Guess what the next couple of chapters are going to be about? Oh. Now I want to see God. You've you have blessed this me. part of the covenant, yeah. but you're still missing one. A really important one. God, I right. don't have an heir. Where are my descendants so that are like the dust? Right. Where am I like, we're going to get ahead of this, the sand, the stars. Abram's right. going to keep going, God, I'm missing part of it. Right, because what good is all this wealth? What good is this land if I have no one to pass it on to? Right. What good is this name you're making great if I have no one to carry the name on? Right. So, hmm. I feel like I've been talking really fast because it's like, oh, there's so much in there. Right. Deep oh, breath. Pause. I know. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot here. And even, I want to go back to back to the beginning, Abram never said yes or no to God. You're right. Apparently, these covenants, nobody <laughs> answers God. But how do we know Abram agreed to it? Because he left. Because he left. He obeyed. He obeyed. So, by faith, Abraham left and went to a land he didn't know. So, he took God at his word. And showed action with belief, which yes. is faith. Action plus belief. Yes. So, there was no words that confirmed it that it was recorded. Right. But he left. And then... When he does talk to God, it's, hey, what about? You've hit these promises, but we're still missing some. Because it's been years by this point, God. We're kind of hitting the end of the barrel. uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Because Sarah Sarah was barren way back when this started. That's right. And now she's even older. I know. And it's really dried. Really dried up in there. Yep. So that's it. That's the teaser for next week. Go back this week, read through 12, 13, 14, and see how you see God right. fulfilling his covenant right then and there. Right. But now we're going to switch. Okay, this last part of the covenant hasn't been fulfilled. What are you going to do, God? How long would you say this covenant lasts? Well, God says it's forever. Just checking. Are you? Sure. <laughs> just She's, checking to make sure she doesn't have her Bible in front of her. Throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> These microphones are going to get me in trouble. Oh, no. Try to keep. So that's our teaser for next week. Okay. If you heard something you liked this week, share this podcast with others. If you heard something that you have a question about. Let us know. Yeah. We've seen some discussion already with a couple of our previous podcasts. Yeah, because so maybe we'll do a little exciting, extra bonus podcast once in a while. Oh, <laughs> a five minute. Hey, we're oh. going to answer this question. Oh, it's that's a good to idea. It. It's a, often is easier to answer talking. Than to type it out. Right, that's a good idea. So yeah, let us know, and we might do an extra podcast just for you. Yes, and if you feel like I was talking really fast, I was really excited. We'll try to slow her down we for the will. next. I one. know. So thanks for listening. Yeah. This was the Context and Culture of the Bible podcast. Number four. Woohoo! We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.